This is CliffCentral.com. Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com. Ruby, listen to this. Yeah. Entrepreneur of the Year by the South African Man of the Year Project by the Department of Social Development. Yeah. Uh, Forbes Africa magazine said that he's one of the 30 under 30 to look out for in Africa in 2016. Yep. Um, we've got Kia Young Business Achiever of the Year in 2017. Sure. Um, should, should I go on? So much to talk about, clearly. <laughs> so much to talk about. That's who we have in studio today. Libby, uh, there are going to be people that have never heard of the Future CEO Show, shockingly. <laughs> shockingly. <laughs> Tell them what they've been missing. You know what? For me personally, Gareth, it's a place where we can really connect entrepreneurs, no matter where you, where are, you are in your entrepreneurial journey, to thought leaders and experts and industry thought leaders and CEOs and high potential executives and high potential entrepreneurs. So if it's the first time listening to the show, welcome to Future CEOs. My name is Lubin Boya Arnold and my fabulous co-host? Gareth Armstrong. And it's, <laughs> good to, it's good to be with you today. So yes, if you are sitting in an, a corner office and you want to expedite the growth of your career or the pace of your career, if you want to grow your business, what we want to do here here on the show is we want to bring those people that are succeeding close to you. Often that's not always possible, but how is it possible now? Well, through the Future CEO Show. We've got, how many people have we interviewed? Hundreds. Uh, hundreds. Lit- I mean, literally hundreds um, over the last few years. Please go to cliffcentral.com. You'll be able to find the interviews there. Now, let's get into this interview. Uh, Emmanuel. Yes. Uh, all of those things are, are true, are they not? <laughs> all of those awards, all those accolades, it's all true. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. What a great honor to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited um, and I'm so humbled. Thank you so much for the invite. Let's quickly just uh, tell the future CEOs how we met <laughs> and how this came to be. Quickly in a minute. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously I've been following the great work that you've been doing. You know, I've had your talk. Um, there was one event was organized by, I think, Weza Petros and Lesio in Pretoria. Yes. So both, both of you were there. Yes. And uh, I, University of Pretoria. Yes. Ah, yes. It was la- last year, 2016. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I, well, yeah, yeah. Time does this yeah. condensing thing. Yes. So then I, but, but, um, probably before then I've been following your great work, you know. So obviously when I met you at Starbucks, like, I need to speak to her. You this know? is a moment. <laughs> I was like, should I, should I not? But obviously you were able to welcome me. So here I am now. You know what? It's, it's in that spirit of just being open with yourself yes. and being truthful and being authentic mm. that networks occur and networks happen. Definitely. So tell the future CEOs, yeah. just take us way back to the very, very beginning. Yeah. Wow. Um, I regard myself as a leader, um, a young man that is more about impact. Um, I'm a visionary. Um, so, wow, my journey has been very interesting. Um, I formalized um, Ibunoko Foundation when I studied towards my become degree in marketing at UNISA. I was only 18 years of age. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm raised by a single parent, my mom being a domestic worker, and actually she passed on um, recently this year. Mm. Um, Amen. So, Sorry. rest in peace. Rest um, in peace. So, yeah, then I was just collecting books, you know, just collecting all type of books. Then I'll go to you know, schools, I'll go to NGOs and prisons. And until 702, they came on board, you know, really to support me because they were so um, fascinated that you are only 18 and you are doing all this, the book drive initiative. Mm. Then from the book drive initiative, I was like, okay, beside this, what else can I do? Then that's why I started, you know, to adopt schools in townships, you know, so I'll go and, you know, mentor them. I'll go and you know, just advise them about life and so forth. Mm. And so many corporates already had interest that, okay, you are 
at your age already are doing this without even having access to funding, you know, and support structure. Mm-hmm. Then from the book drive, then the mentorship, then I started to you know, host um, career experts, you know, to just to inspire young people, but more on enterprise development. Mm. That you know, besides studying, what else can you um do? Then I formalized to a even local foundation, you know, and um then I just made a decision that after obtaining my become degree in marketing, I'm not going to work for a corporate. I'm just going to continue with this um social entrepreneurship. And uh, but uh, beside that, over the years I've been evolving, you know. Mm. Then also I went to open a, a different company, which is a marketing agency. We do uh, events, we do corporate PR. We Advertising marketing. So, yeah. uh, so yeah. <laughs> that, that, what you've just described mm. is a, a number of years yeah. of, of interesting successes. Yeah. It's probably even more fascinating case studies on some failure that has mm. happened and how you've bounced back from that failure. Yeah. Uh, let's just start with that, that question that, uh, you know, Simon Sinek, he's, he's driving with everywhere, which is the why. Mm. Start with why. Tell us about your, your why. So, Yes. You were doing these things early on. There mm. was there was this natural inclination towards that. Yes. But what's behind that inclination? Tell, tell us why you were doing it. Where did that start? How did that, what what was that? Yeah, for me, I'll say, um, growing up, um, there were so many people that really played such a significant role in my life, um, to be the man that I am today. Mm. And people like Mami Von Chakachaga, you know, where she was able even to contribute towards my studies when I was studying. Wow. And that on its own, you know, it was just a motivation that Emmanuel, when you go to varsity, you just need to look beyond yourself, you know, um, build something that is going to even make impact, you know, beyond your family. But, so but that, that, but, but hold on, there was, yeah. there was, this stuff was happening way before that though, before varsity. Yes. So, so where did it come from? I, I'm, I'm thinking as a 10 year old, something happened. Mm. As an 11 year old, you saw something, you experienced something. What, what's that? What's that? core thing yeah uh, for me i'll say when i was still in high school uh, especially grade 11 and 10 mm. um i i saw so many young people especially in my community where um you know i'm suffering uh, or even i'm um, lacking information you know mm. to better themselves mm. and uh, you know we spend time you know complaining and blaming our background that um why we're not succeeding so okay. i took it upon my shoulder that emmanuel um I, you know must not be part of them you must just stand up and do something mm. and it, it was just a motivation but also Prior before then, there were so many people that also had an influence on my journey. They were able to mentor mm. me, support me, you know, when I was still in high school. And that also it was um, a motivation and a, a, and a contributing factor that, you know, um, beyond school, what else can you do that also it will have an impact in your community? Okay. So um, I had to learn from few people and um, somewhere, somehow uh, things worked out. I yeah. love stories, Gareth, whereby, you know, high school is high school. The last thing I was thinking of was other people It was about me mm. And trying to finish school Trying to be the cool kid Trying to fit in Hormones Boyfriends Books Sports yes. But when you come out of that shell And at such an early age mm. Have an epiphany Of what you want to do with your life mm. I think that's really Really powerful tool Of knowing where Your purpose is In yes. this life And for me Just as important as a question Why is my purpose In mm. this life And I think being a, a Social entrepreneur Yeah Is so not easy. Yes. Tell us some of the low points mm. of your journey as a social entrepreneur. Because yes, mm. you're trying to help other people, yes. but you've got to try and sustain yourself. Definitely. And be viable for yourself mm, first. True. So explain that philosophy to yeah. us. Or your your intake yes. of that experience. Um, it's been very, um, such a very interesting journey. Um, and obviously, I mean, coming from a black community, first of all, entrepreneurship is not well embraced. Um, so, Raised by a single parent, 
I don't have my daddy's no more. So after getting my degree, there you are. You want to start something. I don't want to go and work, you know, in a corporate and make a bit of money. So that on its own, it was just a conflict within my family that what's wrong with you? Mm. Um, there was, there was a time where they even had a family gathering. So oh, my wow, granny had to, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. My granny, she had to travel all the way from Limpopo, you know, my, 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 my aunts and my uncle just to come and speak to me that maybe they thought mentally I've lost it mm. uh, because I'm doing something out of the norm, you mm. know? Um, but for me, also my motivation, I, I mean, from early age, I'll get some media profiling and that on its mm. own it kept me going and I was a bit inspired that actually are changing lives you mm. know um, but obviously as you know the, my, my, my initiative were growing there was so much demand and also not having the capacity obviously you know to support you know and again um, people also they never that time social entrepreneurship you know People could not get it. Mm. Um, and also, I mean, I'm still young. I'm still trying to make this organization to be more sustainable. It, it was quite difficult, you know. Um, sometimes I even had to use my own money, which I did not even have that time. Um, I used to speak to my granny that, please, um, you know, donate. Maybe give me 500 rand so I can get a bike, so I can go and donate books, you know, at, you know, at some school and prison. Mm. But she saw something significant in me. You know, she was able to support me, you know. Um, and, and, and because also the love and the passion that I have for young people so you know as time goes um you know people they were especially corporates they were keen just to come on board say emmanuel we love what you do how can we support okay you know? but i need yeah. to jump in at this point because people don't just say how can we support yeah it doesn't really work like that yes so, so was there well it doesn't seem to work like that yes maybe in your case you've you you've found a formula so let's mm. explore that formula yeah. a little bit how how did you get to that point that's what i think what our, our listeners are mm. are asking how did you do that? How did you suddenly get this corporate sponsorship mm. or, or corporate support? What, what, what was the, the stuff that was happening behind the scenes? Okay. Uh, firstly, something that I did so well, um, especially from a tender age, it was a matter of being a teachable young person. Mm. So um, as much as I knew that I'm studying, I'm doing well. Um, but I always emphasize that, you know, beyond your qualification is key, you know, to work on your character, you know, on your personality. So I had to be teachable, um, you know, learn from, you know, some of the people that, you know, um, they've been there for me, you know, the likes of Mr. Bonang also is being a blessing in my life. Um, I had to be teachable secondly, but also it was a matter of being able to build a track record before you can go and assist help. So most of that's, us, that's a great point. you know, um, you know, we say, I'm looking for founding. I'm looking for this and that. I got an idea. I got an idea. Mm. So for me, it was about, it was a matter of being able to start, you know, before I go elsewhere to seek help. Mm. And these days people that just want to see, you know, or do you, what have you done, you know, with the limited resource? And, um, I had to speak to my friends. Um, I had to speak to my mentors. Um, and, and, and even my family that please support, see the bigger vision. And mm. later on, you know, based on my track record, corporates, they will just call me that, um, how, how about we partner with you? How mm. about we work together? Uh, so how long, yes. uh, how old is your company? Or how long have you been on this journey for Ipud Emmanuel? I'll say it's close to six years now. Yeah. yeah it's close to six years. And then in yeah. that six years, when did the support come? The, uh, the, not the family, yes. as they say, family, friends, and fools. Not, not yeah. that support, <laughs> yeah. which is, I mean, a, a phrase coined by many. Yes. Um, but rather, True. when did the when did the the larger amounts of money start coming into that? <laughs> so is it is it very recent? Yeah. So you had to build up this track record. Yes. but it was a recent thing. Um, after I think after two years. Okay. You know, after two years, just being consistent. Mm. Um, consistency. That's a nice y- word. You know, after being consistent throughout, um, and also. 
you know, having the bigger vision and that why are you doing this? You know, some people, they do it um, to be seen. Mm. But for me, it was about legacy. That's why both of my companies are named after me. That, you know, I want to make an impact. I want to influence lives, you know. And um, you know, people they, they kept, they saw the, the drive that I had. I mean, as Oskubi, she said, you know, as cool people, they don't understand why you're doing this. Your friends, mm. they don't get it, mm. you know. And sometimes people, they can make you feel bad to stand out. Like if you are different amongst them, mm. they can make you feel bad. And it's okay sometimes to differ, you know, amongst your peers. And I've been that guy, you know, whereby most of people at my, at my age, they could not get it that why are you doing this? You know, mm. let's have fun. Your adversity, ladies and all that. Absolutely. But for me, it was like, I want to do this. I want to make, I want to make an impact. I want to change lives. And eventually they only see it now, you know, um, with the results. But for me, though they don't have some like more substance, like when they see all this achievement being on Forbes and all these awards, for me, it was a matter of, you know, character in place. It was a matter of being teachable. It was a matter of willing to sacrifice. Mm. You know, Les Brownie once said, um, in order for you to have the success that others will not have, you must be prepared to do things which others are not willing to do. So for yep, me, that's been exactly. my journey where I had to sacrifice so much um, to be where I am today. So in your philanthropic vision, education obviously was where your biggest agent of change, Yes, where you wanted to be the agent of change. Yeah. So tell us about um, the initiatives, yeah. the career expos, yeah. the workshops. Yeah. The bursaries and the internships. Yeah. How that, that flow. Tell us a little bit about that flow for you and yeah. your business. And for me, I always say that the Book Drive initiative has launched me to be the man that I am today. Amen. You know, I was just collecting books. Um, I had fun with All books. kind of books. All kind of books. Text school, fiction, non-fiction. Yes. Name them all. Okay. In, in a little bit, we're going to ask you to recommend a book, but that's coming later in the show. Okay. <laughs> um, so then I'll go to prisons. I'll go to schools. And also, I'm a very shy person. So every time I want to go no. to school, <laughs> oh, I don't believe that. So every time when I go to schools and give books They're like, um, say something Speak to students, mm. you can't just drop books and leave mm. um, When I go to these prisons And I give them books, like, no, you can't just Bring books and leave So that on its own also, it made like I discovered so much about myself, you know, the other part of me. So from the book drives, like what else can I do? Then that's where the mentorship came in and we're able to adopt a couple of schools in townships. Then we'll mentor those kids. We'll put them together in a room, you know, call industry expect speakers just to mentor them, but more on enterprise development that beyond, you know, um, study marketing or becoming a doctor, but also the, we have what entrepreneurship, you know. Yeah. Um, then from there, then I had a partnership with the Sir Ramaphosa Foundation. Wonderful. So what they did, and he's a big believer in education of entrepreneurship yes, in high school. Indeed. If anything, that's what I love about him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what happened? They'll give me a couple of bazaris. Then I'll go back to um, those schools which I did adopt because. I know what's happening on the ground. So maybe they don't have time, you know, to go and, you know, speak to these kids on the ground. So I had all the time. They'll give me bazaris and I'll, you know, dish them out and I'll speak to other corporates. Um, then we started to do, you know, career expos, uh, mentorship and so forth. So the, then, yeah. What's keeping your business sustainable? I mean, I, I, I yeah. obviously you're a giver by heart. Yeah. Obviously your business is about empowerment and change yeah. of upliftment mm. and education. Yeah. How is this going to last you in five years yes. times? Yeah. I mean, with or without funding from yeah. corporates, how yeah. are you going to be sustainable? So, um, this was the plan. I had a plan. Obvious. <laughs> Standard. You don't, you don't strike me as someone that doesn't have a plan. Yes. I had, Standard. You know, I yeah. had a plan. Obviously, to be honest, through my foundation, 
I was able to build such a good um, track record. I was able to build strong corporate um, networks, mm. and um, I, I get so I got so much exposure through my foundation. So. Starting towards my degree in marketing, I knew that after obtaining my degree in marketing, I'm going to start something aside mm. beside the foundation. Okay. So after obtaining my degree, it's like, I've built all these networks. Um, I've been highly profiled. I've won a number of awards. Um, and I love marketing. So I went to open a marketing agency, which has been doing extremely well over the years. Um, and we have What is it called? Ibunoko Holdings. Okay. That's my holding company. Okay. So the one was listed on Forbes um, okay. in 2016. Right. Um, so employed five young people full time. So what we do, we do corporate Lovely. PR, we do um, business events, um, we do brand alignment, we do marketing and advertising. Um, we are based in Hyde Park. So, um, so I had a strategy that I love. This is my first, my first baby, Ibunoko Foundation, but I knew that as time goes, I'm going to evolve. I won't limit myself, you know, to other opportunities. So, so, yeah. so I'm going to ask you a tough question. Yes, sir. On, live on it, yeah. which is, are you saying that the foundation is technically not a sustainable entity? Yeah. But what you do is, because of the nature of the person that you are, yeah. you've committed to making sure that it stays, the doors stay, stay open, but you're using other means to fund it. Is that correct? Um, so the foundation, it was a bit sustainable because mm. we had partners. I mm. mean, I had a partnership with, um, City of Joburg, um, the Shanduga, mm. um, I had, um, Cedar, Sifa, you name them all. Mm. They were, you know, um, able to support me. Sure. But I had a, I mean, an, a, I mean, a, a bigger vision beyond my foundation. Mm. So a foundation is, a, it was registered as an NGO. Yeah, I, I, I love I that mean, idea. I'm yeah, actually absolutely. playing with that in my mind. Yeah, you know, was, we've got things that are close yeah. to heart NGOs yes. and stuff like that, but you want, a more business enterprise. Yeah. In the, am, I, am I hearing you right? But from the word go, it was just an NGO. Yeah. So the motive was not to make money. Yeah. But to make impact. Yeah. So there are other people that they start social enterprise initiative to make money. Yeah, they want to exploit a social yes. uh, opportunity. Yeah. So for me, it was NGO that as much as you do good, but is to make impact, not for you to make money out of it. Mm. But also, I was smart enough to leverage from the networks that I was able to mm. build, you know, and the exposure that I got through the foundation that I went to school to acquire, you know, um, qualification that I, I'm going to use it, you know, to venture out. And that's what I did. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. Mentorship. Yes. You, that word keeps on coming up. And I think it's my favorite word this week. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Something is resonating. I'm finding the power of, uh, of the, the relationship between mm. mentee and mentor. Yes. I know Putty is <laughs> on your top five. Yes. And she is our top two. I, I was about to say, I think she's in our top two. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. is our top two. Yeah. Tell us that about that relationship. Sure. She's up top two, Gareth. I think so. Booty, this is for you. And, and let me just quickly say this. So up after the break, this is after we, we've separated ourselves from you, man, I don't know if we're going to have a break yeah. because maybe we just want you to carry on going yeah, on. Yeah, man. Uh, but what we do have lined up is a conversation that we had with Putty here on Cliff Central Future CEOs. Uh, and that's lined up after this. And we didn't even know that Putty was, or I certainly didn't know that Putty was one of your, your mentors when we were selecting that as something that we we're going to share with everyone. Yeah. So th this is serendipitous. It's tell amazing. Us, tell us more about Putty. Um, and try to tell us something that we don't know because we love her. <laughs> we love her. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, I call her Meputi Mahanyele. Um, she's been a blessing in my life. Mm. Um, she's, ah, she's incredible. She got a big heart. 
Um, and I remember when I was 19, I, I, I went to some event and I went to pitch about what I was doing that time. I was just doing the book drive initiative. Um, and I was told that I'm useless. I'll not amount to anything. Who oh, told wow. you that? Uh, at, it was some event in Hyde Park. Mm. Um, that like forget about all this book drive and social interaction. It don't never work for you. Mm. And when I met a person like Meputi Mahanyele, I remember she was late Shanduga and I was like, this is who I am. This is what I do. She embraced me so well, mm. you know, and um, she taught me so much beyond business. She taught me about um, the importance of spirituality in the business. She taught me about humanity. She taught me about the power of giving. And she has such a significant impact, I mean, to be even who I am. She, she was not only there by say, I believe in you, but also in terms of resources. You know, she was able to invest as um, she was a CEO of Shanduka. Mm. She will come and speak in some of our business events as, as much as it's so hard on me. You know, she's very hard on me, but she, she's very supportive and she got such a big heart. Well, I, I like, know? I like that point. Yeah. Even though someone's there to support you, that, what that doesn't mean is they're going to have low expectations of you. Yes. So, and, and perhaps a word to the wise for all, all of those who are looking for mentors is yeah. find a mentor that's going to push you and push you really hard. That's going to keep those expectations high. Yeah. And, I and think and that's also, what I'm hearing from you. Definitely. And I mean, she's honest. Um, she's very honest. Um, so she, she taught me so much and I'm grateful, you know, and not only me, but so many young people she was able to, you know, to empower. Um, so she, she taught me also about, you know, the power of character. You know, that when you go in business, you know, have character in place that never compromise your values and your beliefs in order for you to get ahead, you know, or to sit in the table of success, you know, mm. be true to who you are. Um, she taught me about, you know, the power of treating people well, that is key to treat people well, you know, that when you treat people well, um, they'll, Pray for you. They'll wish you well. They'll recommend you, you know. So she's been a blessing. I've worked with a number of big organizations, you know, through her, her networks. You know, mm. I've met people like, well, May Judith Lamini through Meputi. Mm. Um, also, she's incredible, Judith Lamini. Um, the list is endless, you know. Mm. So she's a blessing, you know. So you've had a lot of mentors and a lot of people that you look up to. Tell yeah. us very quickly then, um, in a couple of short lines, yeah. uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's really brief and short, what's the best advice that you've ever received best advice one only one only one thing so choose wisely and i almost i heard you say almost be true to yourself (laughs) but but uh choose wisely um best advice i ever got uh be teachable Mm. be teachable teachability um uh, at ceos we like to say have a teachable spirit yes Mm. I love that. Yeah, that's key. You know, because sometimes, um, you know, we look at our achievement, what we have achieved. Um, we have acquired so much and we start to, you know, be big headed. Um, we, we drank our own Kool-Aid. Yes. As they say. Yeah. And then suddenly, suddenly we're not open to anything. Mm. Mm. You know? What is your biggest flaw and how are you going to rectify it? Um, sure. I'm As a too, businessman. Yeah. Um, I'm too, how can I put it? I, I, I care too much. Hmm. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, because sometimes people, they take advantage of you. 
you know, so, um, that's something that I really need to work on. And that's even my late mom. She said, please work on that. Really? Because I got a big heart for people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about And the, the crooks out there yeah. and the fraud and you know, the, hey. yeah, we, yeah, we've read yeah. the stories. <laughs> we read the news. Yeah. So, so how, how are you addressing it though? So mm. you, you, you've heard it in over a number of years. Yeah. This, this advice. Yes. Or, or this, you, you've, you've got self-awareness about this. Mm. Mm. What are you doing to rectify it? It's not how easy. Have you tried? It's not easy. Mm. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm praying about that God just, you know, um, guide me, you know, because that's who I am. You know, I, I care about people. Mm. Uh, uh, I want to help where I can, you know, but sometimes also I forget about myself, you know, so, and sometimes you give these young people opportunities that come, let's work together. Uh, but they drag their feet. They don't want to deliver, mm. you know, so entitlement, uh, ex- entitlement, you know, um, you, they think that, you know, since I'm a qualified young student from varsity, I'm just going to get a first salary. And it's not about that. Mm. And also of my journey till today, I still work hard for my own money. Um, I still, even that I have achieved is all about hard work and a lot of sacrifice, mm. you know, so I need, I need to do something about it. Well, uh, thank you for sharing it. It's important yeah. that we all have a very good view of ourselves. And often there are those blind spots that we don't see. I think that's our experience that those who sit across from us here in Studio Fluby are those that uh, really do have a good sense of self and understand where their strengths and weaknesses are and compensate in various different ways as a result of that. We're running out of time. Mm. Let's get that favorite book from you. Mm. And this is a tip, this is a, 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 a particularly hard question for you mm. because you've probably read so many yes. as a result of being involved with books all the time. Mm. What is, what's that one book that stands out that our future CEOs community should be reading? Mm. Sure. That's a difficult one here. Um, but I'll say the best advice I ever got by Siama Pog. Um, well put together. It's, it was about leadership. Mm. The best advice I ever got by uh, Sia mm. Mapoko. So they profiled all the top CEO in South Africa. Lovely. Yeah, That's a Bonham, nice one. Mahali, um, the, Tim Tibela, the list is endless, mm. you know, about Ooh. their journey. Um, can you repeat that? The best advice I ever got, um, by Sia Mapoko. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. A good read. And also because, um, I'm a young entrepreneur and all the CEOs sometimes, actually I've worked with some of them and I respect what they have achieved. So it was a good read. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for that. What I've really appreciated about this conversation is I can see that there's a, there's a, a reflective element to you that we don't always see in someone potentially as young as you. Mm. Um, and we're not, no one in the room here is particularly old, but, <laughs> but we certainly have sat across from some people that are older and some people that are younger. You are on the younger end of that mm. but there is a maturity about you which we so appreciate okay. so take that what I've just shared and go mm. back and talk to the future CEO you this is your final the, the final moment you get to speak to um, our future CEOs community because we've unfortunately run out of time mm. what would you say to the future CEO you mm. six years ago um, I'll say it's possible and um that let's work together, let's start together. You know, um, something I've learned that it's not always about you. Like when you want to start something, don't always make it about yourself. Um, I always emphasize that, you know, collaboration is the new innovation. Amen. So let's work together, let's start together, and it's possible. My question, and maybe Gareth will have another one. What is your vision for yourself for in your five-year or ten-year mm. plan? Where do you see? Uh, my vision for myself, sure. Um, <laughs> personally? 
personally? Yeah. Business-wise, your business, yeah, and 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 your place in in South Africa. Yeah. Um. Business-wise, mm. um, I want to create more employment. Um, for so many young people, it's one of the greatest blessings. I mean, just to when I look at how many employment I was able to create over the years, um, it just fulfilled my heart. Um, and I look at the impact that we have done through my foundation, it, it, it's incredible. Um, for myself, definitely, I'd love to get married, I would love to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, you know, just be the best that I am and you know, evolve, you know, um, and in, embark on other business interests and even across Africa, and especially after being on four. So I was able to network, network, and I've met incredible young um, Mm. entrepreneurs across Africa. Emmanuel, we've run out of time. It's been such a great pleasure having you here to share and to reveal and to be open, and and we are very grateful. I'm going to end this conversation with your words, uh, which are, youth of Africa, be reminded that poverty is not in your pocket, Mm. but in your head. Definitely. Wow, Emmanuel, wow, thank you wow. so very much for being here on Future CEOs. We, we so appreciate it. So Future CEOs, listeners out there, I met this wonderful guest of ours in Starbucks and he ends up right here with us in the Future CEO studio. So never forget, opportunities out there are endless to network and co-create South Africa. Thank you. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.